0: Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. You've heard me for weeks telling you that I'm getting better sleep than I've ever gotten before because of my pillow. My pillow was just awarded the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. My pillow is the world's most comfortable pillow because their patented interlocking fill conforms to my unique shape, resulting in the most restful sleep I've ever had in my life. And my pillow stays cool throughout the night. They guarantee it for 10 full years not to go flat. In addition, you can just throw it in the washer dryer and keep it nice and fresh for years to come. And now, a better reason for you to try my Pillow, 50% off of all products at MyPillow.com. That includes all sizes of pillows, the fabulous bed topper that revolutionized my lovely bride's sleep, and everything else, 50% off. And if you can't check them out online, then give them a call. The number is 800-506-2641. That's 800-506-2641. 1-800-506-2641. And most important of all, use the promo code KMC. Promo code KMC when you call. It's the Kevin McCullough Show coming to you from the Collide Summit. What is the Collide Summit, you may be asking yourself? Well, it's a a summit uh, for leadership and for uh, thinking uh, of ways to apply someone who practices uh, the Christian faith into the world around us and to what difference it makes. It may be a little out of the box for those of you used to me talking about politics, but I think it'll be informative nonetheless and uh, some very special guests coming straight up. So stay with us live from Collide.
1: Revolution.
2: And then
0: Revolution.
3: Kevin, I like you. Musclehead is
0: better than bonehead. With me tonight is Kevin McCullough. With his now syndicated columnist, Kevin McCullough. Joining us now, Kevin McCullough, who blogs at townhall.com. They found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. A musclehead revolution. Overturning liberalism with common sense thinking. Calling
3: on listeners from across the country to fight back. You are know, like a man. You take the well. You we musclehead. musclehead revolution. Here's what you want, it's, what I have, it's what you make me.
0: Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Per usual, my phone number, 888-589-8840. We're coming to you from the Collide Summit. At Christ Church of New Jersey, pastored by Dr. David Ireland. It is a mega church in northern New Jersey and two campuses respectively, and uh, we've enjoyed uh, discussing things with Dr. Ireland on this broadcast in the past. But today, there are organizations and representatives of what the organizer of the summit called uh, do uh, organizations. These are people that are involved in the fight. They are not just uh, contemplatively, uh, reflecting on their faith. They're trying to put it into, uh, elbow grease and uh, muscle in the real world. And so I am really, really honored, uh, to have the people that are going to join us this hour. In fact, I want to, uh, I want to uh, um, thank uh, Dr. Ireland Christ Church for having us, but also Matt McCoy, who will be with us later in the hour from the Willow Creek Association, Will Mancini, who's a specialist in church leadership, and uh, my my first guest I'm honored to have at the microphone because she has to race out and get on an airplane shortly, uh, Naomi Overton with Compassion International. Naomi, welcome. So glad to have you with us. Will it help if I turned your microphone on? Let's try that again. Yes, there we be. go.
4: Thank you. It's great uh, to be here.
0: You were a part of the initial session this morning. First, before we talk about what you talked about, uh, what what kind of vibe do you have from the people that are walking into the summit uh, off the street? What kind of people are here from your from your sense of it?
4: I would say the common characteristic I'm sensing is these are people who are hungry to be part of what God has called them to be and really seeing his kingdom come and his will-being down here on earth. So they're, they're which, is an un,
0: which is an unusual kind of different uh, type of thing. I was speaking with Janu Thomas, who's the uh, organizer, and he said Collide's real vision is to bring people that believe and don't believe and and, pour, and force them into an intersection where they say, what difference does Christianity make in the world? And and Compassion is a ministry that I have been associated with, sponsored kids for 20 plus years, really believe in for a long, long time. You probably know Mark Hollingsworth, who is a good friend of mine and and uh, so forth. But you're not here just talking about child sponsorship. Your session this morning addressed
4: what? Our session actually addressed something that people haven't been thinking about a lot until the last couple of years, which is not only the issue of human trafficking, but how prevention is really what we need to think about first.
0: When I was walking through, and the uh, people that are watching on the uh, cast can see uh, behind us, when I was walking through the the display tables, there are a number of trafficking organizations that are, that are trying to fight trafficking, stop at different levels, different ways. Um, but something you said there, I think, is a common thread that they all kind of agree with. Prevention is the most important step. What do you mean by that? What does it look like? How do we, how do we know if we're helping to prevent it or not?
4: Well, interestingly, the way you define the problem is how you create your solutions. So um, during most of the last few years, as this horror of human trafficking has become more visible to all of us, We've defined the problem as rescuing children and others out of brothels or out of slavery and rehabilitating them, which is continues to be essential. But if that's the problem, then the answer is get more people involved. What we don't look at is there's a flood, a tidal wave of more children and more people who are vulnerable to being trafficked. Mm. And so actually one uh, recent raid that happened uh, in the U.S., 168 children were rescued out of trafficking. Well, when we look at the last five years or so. When the wait, spray... wait, wait! I got to stop
0: you there because yeah. a lot of people just that, that just went right past them. Sure. One hundred twenty-seven kids in the U.S. Yes. were rescued. 100. We don't think that way. We think this is a Southeast Asia problem. This is a uh, nation of India problem. We don't think that that's going on on our shore.
4: Right. Well, actually, the majority of the children uh, who are being trafficked are trafficked in Africa, Asia, or Latin America. However, there are about, the estimates vary uh, because the children's names aren't known, anywhere from 30,000 to 300,000 children Mm. in the United States who are trafficked. That said, 3,600 of those uh, have been rescued in the last several years as the FBI has coordinated raids across multiple cities. And if you could put that on a graph, you know, it's a teeny, teeny little slice compared to this huge number that are being trafficked. And so when you look at that, talking about prevention we have to look at how kids actually end up vulnerable and being brought into that
0: i'm familiar only briefly with uh, a recent occasion in a in a local church here in the new york area where there was a youth pastor that had been involved in some uh, indiscretions but th- one of the things that came out of that congregations discussion was What led to the scenario by which a youth pastor had access into a a child's life that way? i got to imagine that's what you're talking about. But what are some of the things that we should be uh, paying attention to? What are those warning signs that a kid is at risk?
4: Well, I'm looking at some studies that have been done both by Compassion in the 26 nations where we serve in Africa, Asia, and Latin America, and by organizations like UNICEF. One of the most common risk factors that we can pretty easily address is actually just knowing who the children are. Hmm. When children are in institutions, when they don't have citizenship, when uh, they're not in family systems where anybody's keeping track of them, such as orphans, those are the children who, or, or refugee children, for example, as well, those are the children who are most vulnerable. It's one of the reasons why in Compassion we only minister through local churches. Right. 6,200 local churches. They know the name. They know the house. They know the family situation. They see each child in our program at least four hours a week. It's really one of the things that
0: sets Compassion apart from most of the relief organizations is the commitment to sharing the gospel and working with the local church.
4: Right. And even, you know, for listeners and viewers who that's not where God calls them, what I would say is choose a way to minister where you're going to be part of knowing a child's name. Because it's when children are known, whether in the foster care system here or whether in poverty uh, overseas, it's when children are known that they can actually be protected.
0: Yeah. Um, We're talking with Naomi Overton, who works with Compassion International, and she's part of the Collide Summit. What did you, what was your message to the group that you spoke with today?
4: Uh, my message was, first of all, I told some stories about how local churches uh, in Nepal and in Thailand have effectively prevented children from going into poverty. And in those stories, what I asked people to think about is two things. What is their part that they can play in, in helping these preventative factors of children going in? And the second thing was, who do they need to partner with? Because the problem's too big for any of us to do this alone. Hmm. And so that was my main message.
0: Uh, what was the receptivity to it?
4: It was big. Um, We really began and end with the Lord's Prayer and really affirming that God does give us what we need to be part of seeing his kingdom come here on this earth. And I asked each person to just pray that God would guide them to take one next step. And several people came up afterwards, and uh, we prayed together and talked about what their next step might be.
0: What does Compassion International, and and the reason I ask this is because you're so well-known, so well-known for the child sponsorship work. Uh, What is the real goal for the vision for the justice uh, trafficking division of the ministry? Like how many people are working in it and and how far reaching are you involved in current uh, rescue or prevention projects?
4: I'm really glad you brought it up that way Um, because it's actually not a separate part of the ministry. One of the things we heard going to conferences like this in past years was people saying we need to talk about prevention who's doing prevention And we kinda looked around and said well actually we are Hmm. it may not be that we went out saying we're trying to prevent human trafficking we're trying to prevent injustices of all kinds and child rights violations and so doing the things that we've been doing in terms of keeping kids in school delaying the age of marriage uh... knowing families introducing uh, families to jesus partnering well with other ministries and government organizations in the countries where we serve those are the things that actually do prevent children from going into trafficking
0: when when you're working in a in a in a, sit, a scenario of the world a situation in the world uh region of the world like Africa Central America and Southeast Asia where those where that is more predominant what 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 are the governments saying about because they have to know that these crimes are being committed. What are the government? Are, do they not care? Are they indifferent? Are they apathetic? Are they hostile to your efforts? Do they get kickbacks off of money's mer- made from this? I've heard. I've read. I've read things that aside from, uh, I think, uh, um, organized drug crime, that sex trafficking is the second most lucrative industry in the world. Right. Um, how does? What do the government say when Compassion approaches and says, "Hey, we're concerned about this and we want to start getting involved"?
4: Uh well. I have to kind of go back to we work through the local church. And so we work with these 6,200 local churches and help support them as they partner with governments. The biggest contribution we make is we have the basic ministry philosophy of changed people, change people. And so some of the graduates... Of the compassion program, have risen up to be part of those governments. Oh, wow. So magistrates and uh, and others who even work in like tax accounting roles right. in government, but they're able then to begin to be a voice against corruption. And so that's one of the most powerful strategies. Which is
0: really really important because uh, if you're if you're not if you don't de incentivize the uh, governments from uh, participating in it, then you have a harder time. Or at least that would be my. Uh, way of thinking. What do you think the biggest challenges in the U.S. are to stopping the sex trafficking that we have going on here? And the reason I ask is, you mentioned the FBI earlier. There's one ministry here in Metro New York that works with former FBI agents. They they, they lay out, uh, they literally have to go into a city and for years build case uh, caseloads. And the reason that they do that is because they need it to be so slammed shut when they go before the judge, what I was told is they, they need the evidence to be so overwhelming, mm-hmm. so slam shut, because a lot of these guys really do lawyer up quick and fast with big, big, big uh, attorneys, and they're able to get out of it a lot of times mm-hmm. if the evidence isn't rock solid. And they said at any point in time, there may be as many as 2,500 girls chained to a wall somewhere in New York City. Mm-hmm. That breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. kills me to know that. I'm going to be the father of a daughter by the end of February. Uh, we're very excited about that. This kind of stuff causes me to lose sleep at night. What would you recommend people do take a first step today?
4: Um, well, I, the first thing I would say is the child sponsorship program that we're involved in. As I talked about the preventative factors, the strategies I presented in my workshop, genuinely compassion is addressing those factors. We know the kids. We're providing the education. We're addressing poverty. So sponsoring a child uh, with compassion is very effective way to be helping children be in the safest situation possible. Yeah. So that's it. Um, compassion.com is our website, and not.org, Compassion.com. Uh, and uh, just go and see if God leads you to take care of it.
0: All right. Sounds like a good plan. Naomi Overton, thanks for being with us on the Kevin McCullough Show. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and I've got some great news for you. Uh, you've been hearing me for weeks brag about the new quality of sleep I get uh, in each and every night that I now sleep on a thing called my pillow. It's uh, for a lot of scientific uh, scientific reasons as to why that's occurring. Uh, one is they've got this interlocking fill that stays in place and supports your head uh, and does it uh, better than down, better than memory foam, better than anything else that's out there because the way it interlocks and works together, it's just better technology. But the other parts of my pillow that are awesome is that that technology has now brought about some recognition. For instance, they have been named the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. Now, that's like the Food and Drug Administration for uh, your organic broccoli. They're saying this is the best. It's the only pillow endorsed by the National Sleep Foundation. Now, if that means something to you, and I would think it does, then you should take advantage of their incredible celebration because for the month of September, Mike at MyPillow told me that they're going to take 50% off everything in the MyPillow store because both their pillow and their bed topper were named the official products of the National Sleep Foundation, again, only endorsing one product in each category that they uh, list. Now, the bed topper, I've told you about that too, my lovely bride, it's four inches of sheer wonderfulness on top of our mattress. Uh, She is now expecting our next child, and she had not been sleeping well. We got this bed topper. She began to sleep long and deep every single night. In fact, uh, this uh, holiday weekend, she woke up on one day and said, Oh man, I can't believe what good sleep I got last night. In fact, uh, uh, the the father-in-law has been over visiting for most of the month of August. He wanted to see his grandbabies. He lives in California. We live in New York, and uh, he, he had had a hard time with sleep apnea and snoring and some other stuff. We gave him a my pillow his second night of his three-week visit. We didn't hear him snore the rest of his visit. In fact, he said, "Can I take the my pillow home?" <laughs> Well, we're going to make sure he gets more than just that because we're going to take advantage of the 50% off sale at MyPillow.com celebrating the fact that the National Sleep Foundation has named them the products that they will endorse. They also uh, guarantee, they, MyPillow, guarantees their product not to go flat for 10 full years. It's warranted for a decade I dare you to find a pillow that has that kind of guarantee of performance anywhere else. And for whatever reason, if you just don't like it, don't like the way it looks, whatever, you can return it, no questions asked, the first 60 days that you have it. What do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. But here's what I need you to do. I need you to call this number and get your My Pillow ordered and take advantage of that 50% off uh, everything in their store. It's 800-506-2641. Now, this is only for the month of September. and use promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough when you call. That's 800-506-2641 or MyPillow.com. We will never experience anything like this again in our lives.
3: One, two, three, four. One team had the longest winning streak in sports history. Twelve years, 151 games in a row. Inspired by the extraordinary true story of De La Salle High School. We were never just about winning. We were built on families and our town coming together. Until
5: the longest winning streak in sports history is now over.
3: But when you lose more than a game, Danny! Don't one How do you find your way back? People always ask, me what it's like to never lose today i am lost because it's not about winning we got caught up in the hype the glory and the relentless pressure that's not who we are it's about growing up
0: don't let a game define who you are let the way you live your lives do that
3: it's about standing tall when the game stands tall a film about faith family and football starring Jen caviezel In theaters August 22nd. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Go to StandTallResources.com.
0: And we're live from the Collide Summit in Rockaway, New Jersey. Uh, We're still, you know, normally coming to you from the New York metro area, normally at the corner of Broadway and Wall Street, but today uh, at a very unique gathering called the Collide Summit, uh, being hosted by uh, the Christ Church of New Jersey, Dr. David Ireland is the senior pastor here, and it's a a tremendous uh, church. If you're ever in northern New Jersey and want a really great place to worship on a Sunday morning and get some really great teaching, Dr. Ireland uh, is someone I recommend very highly. Uh, But uh, this summit is designed to take people's faith and put it into action. Uh, There's a lot of different tracks. Uh, There's some that's designed to uh, bolster leadership and to encourage them to take bigger steps into what God has called them to. Uh, There are other things, as we just discussed with Naomi Overton, uh, designed to help get the average person more involved in applying their faith to the world that they're living in and making sense uh, of, of what their purpose is here. And so I'm, I'm grateful for all of the uh, hands-on uh, types of things that they're doing. But I'm also glad that they have some people that are challenging on the on the personal level. And my next guest has done some of that. Uh, he's also a native Texan, which is uh, uh, cool with me because having grown up in Fort Worth, uh, I, I love to see uh, the uh, stars come out at night as <laughs> big and bright. Uh, anyway will mancini of in uh, the website is willmancini.com, but he's he specializes in church leadership and he's a consultant uh, in that arena as well will it's good to have you with us Kevin McCullough welcome
5: yeah great to be with you Kevin
0: uh, you spoke to the group this morning um, and, and well, lay out what you do on a on a on a day day in and day out basis you kind of run on two parallel tracks what are those
5: yeah what we uh, our primary calling is to work with nonprofits churches really any Christ-centered organization and to help them, uh, help the leadership team kind of live into a kind of a breakthrough clarity uh, dynamic where they're continually uh, articulating their identity and direction with stunning clarity. So we're we're, we're finding there's so, you know, so much opportunity when you're a helping, doing good kind of organization that you can really get scattered pretty quickly, yeah. you know, just helping people in a lot of different ways. So how, we want to help those organizations keep a laser focus knowing you know, what, they're, what God's calling them to do, and really how to build an organization keeping that laser focus. And then on a, on a more personal level, you like to challenge people as well. Yeah, over the last, been doing the organizational stuff for about 13 years, and a couple years ago, decided to start speaking and bu- building some tools for individuals. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Uh, there's, um, uh, I think, a, a more of a, a pent-up demand than ever, uh, particularly as the millennial generation grows. and. Um, you know, a, lot of, a lot of folks have a desire to do good, but need to have that, again, that crystal clear sense of what does God designed them specifically right. to do.
0: Uh, we say it on this broadcast, it's kind of the slug line, uh, but we, we exist to obliterate confusion, uh, amplify truth, and pursue clarity. That's what we do on this show each day. Love, it. love uh, it. I love what you're about because I have often thought in recent years that good organizations get w- end up way off track. Yeah. but it starts with just little departures from clarity. It starts from just, you know, it's like a rudder. You just turn it a slight degree and the ship is thousands of miles yeah. off course, just a little ways down uh, its journey. Uh, talk about the challenges. Why why does an organization or an
5: individual end up uh, not where they want it to be uh,
0: in your experience?
5: Yeah, that's a great question. I'd, I'll share a just quick illustration my father was uh, in the Air Force and as a instructor pilot he told me as a kid he said well if you're one degree off your compass and you're flying you know Mach one going pretty fast you'll be one mile off your destination for every 60 miles you fly so you're absolutely right that little turn in a rudder amplified over time is a missed target missed yeah. destination uh, there's 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 many reasons and uh, I could give you a kind of a list of eight or ten what are if the you most boil it, common? if you boil it down yeah. if you boil it down everything's going to Tap back up to either busyness or imitation. Busyness or imitation. Not all activity is progress, and because we can feel like we're making progress just by being busy, we can go off course. I, I didn't really see this image until my first son learned to drive, but I realized you know you could have a bunch of teenagers in the car just feeling good because they're driving fast. You know, it doesn't matter where the car is going; it just feels good to drive fast. And I think a lot of our lives and a lot of our organizations are that way. The imitation takes a few different forms depending on whether you're talking organizationally or, or, uh, personally. Organizationally, of course, it's kind of this keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, this church does that. Or, you know, this, this, this group's going in this direction. Or we see a big organization that has a lot of offerings. So we think you get big by having a lot of offerings. And really, the, the opposite is true. Most of the time, uh, you get big by doing one thing really, really well. Yeah. Um, for individuals, Kevin, the imitation takes a different form. And I, I talk about, uh, the expectations of others and, and the projections of ourself. I mean, there are, there are kind of winds and currents in our life that can blow us off. I think God's course and God's design for us, and probably the expectations of others, would be how that imitation. It's not. It's not like we look at somebody else's resume and want to imitate it as much as, we uh, we have a parent, we have a coach, we have, you know, good meeting folks in our lives, and they place expectations on us, even some ways that are subconscious. And uh, you know, I I told the story this morning, for example, of. Uh, you know, I did a, my undergrad was a chemical engineering undergrad. Wow, and I can I can basically really dumb guy here I'm yeah, talking to. Him. Well, the, it is dumb when you look at the story because basically the three little dots in my life basically sent me on that trajectory. And I, when you know one of them being in third grade, I had a father who was an engineer, a man of math and science. Hmm. In third grade, I came home with a uh, C on my. I was all A's, but I had a C in science. Wow. And so we had to have a little, uh, little, little special meeting with Dad on that one, and uh, he left me with one line reverberating all through my early years, and that is, Mancini's son, don't make season signs, right? <laughs> so I had a clear, I had a clear trajectory, Kevin, on that one. Yeah, uh, that's pretty um, clear. But you know, I could easily look at. Um, read uh in high school read a little pamphlet on careers and they said chemical engineers are the highest paid four-year degree so it doesn't take many little popcorn trail events sure. where you get the whole trajectory of your life guiding you in a direction
0: uh yeah and uh if that direction doesn't work out right we're speaking with will mancini willmancini.com uh and uh we will continue with this discussion about uh leadership and clarity when we continue stay with us kevin mccullough it's the kevin mccullough show Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. You've heard me for weeks telling you that I'm getting better sleep than I've ever gotten before because of my pillow. My pillow was just awarded the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. My pillow is the world's most comfortable pillow because their patented interlocking fill conforms to my unique shape, resulting in the most restful sleep I've ever had in my life. And my pillow stays cool throughout the night, they guarantee it for ten full years not to go flat. In addition, you can just throw it in the washer dryer and keep it nice and fresh for years to come. And now a better reason for you to try my MyPillow, 50% off of all products at MyPillow.com. That includes all sizes of pillows, the fabulous bed topper that revolutionized my lovely bride's sleep, and everything else, 50% off. And if you can't check them out online, then give them a call. The number is 800-506-2641. That's 800-506-2641. 1-800-506-2641. And most important of all, use the promo code KMC. Promo code KMC when you call.
2: Hi, I'm eHarmony.com founder, Dr. Neil Clark Warren. From the very beginning, eHarmony has helped Christians find their perfect soulmate. And I'm so proud to share with you that 565,000 marriages have started on eHarmony.com. Most of those marriages are between two dedicated Christian persons. After years away, I'm back as CEO of eHarmony.com and I am deeply committed to the importance of maintaining a strong allegiance to everything Christian marriage stands for. Who you marry will have more impact on your happiness than almost any other decision you make. We promise to do everything in our power to help you succeed. Make sure you trust this sacred task to a company that accounts for 438 married members
0: every day. Go to eHarmony.com. And get started today for free. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. And if you're a regular listener to The Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel, but I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there, distill them to about 400, and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy. And blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel, titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you gotta do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. That's kmcradio at gmail.com
3: ladies and gentlemen I think this voice is starting he had a gift sing songs, write songs that's all I want to do his father had a plan God set you apart
5: son you're going into the ministry
3: I don't hear this call daddy wants me to hear his family had a secret
1: you're about as close to the real thing as I've ever seen it's time to tell them the truth He has a right to know who he is. But
3: only God knew his destiny.
1: Just want to work some of my songs. Nobody wants to hear your songs. You're a pretender, buddy. You are nothing. The love of God seeks us in every situation. If He is in your dreams, nothing can stand against Him.
3: Starring Seth Green, Ashley Judd, Blake Rain, and Ray Liotta. The Identical. PG, parental guidance suggested. In theater September 5th. See the trailer at TheIdenticalMovie.com
0: Live from the Collide Leadership Summit in Rockaway, New Jersey. Kevin McCullough, glad to be with you. The uh, sound check for Jeremy Camp uh, going on behind me and uh, a big, big night planned. Uh, But we are continuing our visit with Will Mancini. WillMancini.com is where you can find him online. And uh, Will, you said uh, there's a lot of things that uh, built to the trajectory of where you were headed. Did you feel like it was the wrong direction?
5: Well, I think God redeems any direction. Okay. So, as I got clearer and clearer about what God was calling me toward, um, those, uh, we'd say everything speaks. Evaluated experiences uh, are valuable, and God's always preparing us for something. So, if you look in the rearview mirror, we're going to be very optimistic about how God's been preparing you for something. And I think I use that training. You know, and and it's for me to do what I do today. Uh, but if it goes unexamined, if we don't see that as a potential drift off course, I think it can kind of lead to a kind of a misdirected, mis, misguided opportunity in life.
0: Yeah, uh, we're speaking with Will Mancini, who's the author of the book uh, Church Unique: How Missional Leaders Cast Vision and Create Movement. Uh, I've never seen an era, um, Will, in which so many churches have been so so much at sea in terms of trying to figure out where they fit in the modern makeup of christendom are we going to be a missional church are we going to be a doctrinal church are we going to be an evangelistic church what is who are we supposed to be when a church or a leader comes to you and says we have lots of options we don't really know exactly what and, and maybe they are trying to do what you said keep up with the joneses so they have a little bit of everything going on, but they're not doing any of them well. What's your first set of advice to a church that
5: finds itself in that position? Yeah, well, we talk a lot about imitation and busyness as as obstacles. The first set of advice, I just implore them to think about uh, the the amazing kind of infinite wisdom of God and His creativity. The idea, I, I appeal to their almost their common sense that you know we say God is doing something cosmically significant and locally specific mm-hmm. in a local church. Uh, I expose to them that there, there are temptations for church leaders everywhere. And the temptation, if you had to summarize the temptation, I would say in particular evangelical leaders, we're, we're addicted to products. You know, we go to the event, we get inspired, but it doesn't bring breakthrough clarity. Hmm. Uh, it's not a very sexy term in, in evangelical leadership, but, but our greatest need is not a new product, it's a process. We don't need new content, we need new breakthrough meaning. And clarity so I'm usually trying to cast vision for a process where they really discover God's unique design for their church and I believe that is there it is something that it's not something we invent something that we uncover and discover and it can be a very exciting thing so I tell stories try to get them yeah. thinking about that probably the the, the most another way I would summarize that problem, Kevin, is I when I talk to most church leaders. I mean, most of them are visionaries. I mean, they sure. they're called. They're There's passionate. a reason they're, why
0: you're a senior pastor. I mean, absolutely.
5: Yeah. So I would say to them, I remind them, look, you're you're a you're a visionary leader, but having only a a general sense of your church's future is not enough. And so probably the greatest temptation of life is to live in this sense of generica. We have a broad understanding of what we're called to do: love God, love others make disciples, these kinds of things. But as soon as a pastor says to me, hey, will I know our vision? So love God to love others to serve our city. I go, pastor, you don't really have a clear vision. That's good biblical data uh, for everybody. Right. But it doesn't give me a clear picture of what specifically God's calling you to do.
0: Um, last year, I, I had a series of interviews with one Jim Simbola, which is a well-known name in these parts. And uh, one of the things that when God was taking him through a season that he said really, really gave his staff and himself much greater clarity season to season in ministry was the importance of prayer and just making uh, s- uh, carving out such a huge priority for they as a staff and then them as individuals to focus and dedicate time in prayer that what they do at the end of each uh, uh, calendar year is between um, uh, Christmas and New Year's, they shut down. They, they don't have church. There's nobody open. It's just the staff inside the building. And they go in and they fast and pray for three or four days uh, saying, what is this next calendar year going to hold? They're praying that all year long, but it's when they come together as a staff and they really, and God moves and he indicates this is what your, your season of focus is going to be. And of course, the the way that church has had success in ways that are kind of counterintuitive to a lot of what church planners say. You know, they're they're in an expensive neighborhood that's regentrifying, and they have drug dealers right up the street from billionaires, and there's all kinds of challenges that that. But but it is that singular focus. It is that radical clarity that everyone comes away from that meeting in unity having. That I think uh, empowers that kind of uh, very clear direction, and if you don't have that vision, then you can't have that follow through.
5: That's right. We say, Kevin, clarity isn't everything, but it changes everything. Yeah. And there's just a, a long, long list of things that clear. You know, clarity makes direction unquestionable. hmm
0: Yeah. Good. Well said. Well, it's one of the reasons, uh, Will, why we say here, uh, we're on a mission to obliterate confusion. We're on a mission to amplify truth. Run on a mission to pursue clarity. I think clarity is uh, the most important thing uh, element we can add to our life on a daily basis. Anyway, Kevin McCullough with Will Mancini, uh, another special guest live from the Collide Summit when we continue here on the Kevin McCullough Show. Don't go away. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and I've got some great news for you. Uh, you've been hearing me for weeks brag about the new quality of sleep I get uh, in each and every night that I now sleep on a thing called my pillow. It's uh, for a lot of uh, scientific reasons as to why that's occurring. Uh, one is they've got this interlocking fill that stays in place and supports your head uh, and does it uh, better than down, better than memory foam, better than anything else that's out there because the way it interlocks and works together. It's just better technology. But the other parts of my pillow that are awesome is that that technology has now brought about some recognition. For instance, they have been named the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. Now, that's like the Food and Drug Administration for uh, your organic broccoli. They're saying this is the best. It's the only pillow endorsed by the National Sleep Foundation. Now, if that means something to you, and I would think it does, then you should take advantage of their incredible celebration. Because for the month of September, Mike at MyPillow told me that they're going to take 50% off everything in the MyPillow store because both their pillow and their bed topper were named the official products of the National Sleep Foundation. Again, only endorsing one product in each category that they uh, list. Now, the bed topper, I've told you about that too. My lovely bride, it's four inches of sheer wonderfulness on top of our mattress. Uh, She is now expecting our next child, and she had not been sleeping well. We got this bed topper. She began to sleep long and deep every single night. In fact, uh, this uh, holiday weekend, she woke up on one day and said, Oh, man, I can't believe what good sleep I got last night. In fact, uh, uh, the, the father-in-law has been over visiting for most of the month of August. He wanted to see his grandbabies. He lives in California. We live in New York. And uh, he, he had had a hard time with sleep apnea and snoring and some other stuff. We gave him a MyPillow his second night of his three-week visit. We didn't hear him snore the rest of his visit. In fact, he said, can I take the my pillow home? <laughs> Well, we're going to make sure he gets more than just that, because we're going to take advantage of the 50% off sale at MyPillow.com, celebrating the fact that the National Sleep Foundation has named them the products that they will endorse. They also uh, guarantee, they, MyPillow, guarantees their product not to go flat for 10 full years. It's warranted for a decade I dare you to find a pillow that has that kind of guarantee of performance anywhere else. And for whatever reason, if you just don't like it, don't like the way it looks, whatever, you can return it, no questions asked, the first 60 days that you have it. What do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. But here's what I need you to do. I need you to call this number and get your My Pillow ordered and take advantage of that 50% off uh, everything in their store. It's 800-506-2641. Now, this is only for the month of September. 800-506-2641 and use promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough when you call. That's 800-506-2641 or MyPillow.com. experience anything like this again in our lives.
3: One two three four. One team had the longest winning streak in sports history. 12 years, 151 games in a row. Inspired by the extraordinary true story of De La Salle High School. We were never just about winning. We were built on families and our town coming together. Until
5: the winning streak in sports history is now over.
3: But when you lose more than a game... How do you find your way back? People always ask me what it's like to never lose. Today I am lost. Because it's not about winning. We got caught up in the hype, the glory, and the relentless pressure. That's not who we are. It's about growing up.
0: Don't let a game define who you are. Let the way you live your lives do that.
3: It's about Standing tall. When the Game Stands Tall. A film about faith, family, and football. Starring Jim Caviezel. In theaters August 22nd. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Go to StandTallResources.com.
2: I want be-
0: coming to you from the shadow of the freedom tower in the, the corner of broadway and wall street but we're out 37 or so miles from the heart of manhattan because there are a uh, there's a gathering of christians that have come together uh, to figure out how to take their faith and then to do their faith in a different way and somebody that is involved in that uh, on a couple of different levels uh, is here helping facilitate the uh, the, the uh, experience but he's also um, involved in kind of Uh, helping believers uh, do what they do better on the local church level as it relates to worship. And his name is Matt McCoy. He's a singer, songwriter, uh, worship leader, uh, part of the Willow Creek community and Harvest Bible Chapel um, uh, in the uh, Chicago area, and now uh, uh, the founder of a brand-new, exciting uh, project we're going to talk about called LoopCommunity.com. But, uh, Matt, it's uh, great to have you with us. Uh, Welcome to uh, uh, the broadcast. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, when you when you uh, agreed to to be part of Collide, and I don't know about your background, is this your first year with them?
1: Yeah, this is my first time. And what has been your
0: experience? Uh,
1: did you lead the worship sessions this morning? I didn't lead the worship, um, but I did teach a workshop okay. to a bunch of worship leaders.
0: And what what was the energy like in that room?
1: High energy. Yeah, everyone's really excited to be here and ready to learn. Um, so I'm teaching about how to use technology. Yeah. In worship, it, it,
0: there's almost no church that I can go to anymore. Uh, where there's not a pretty sophisticated PowerPoint, a lot of times new lighting sets and uh, some other things. Uh, and I, I've got some questions about that. I, I go to what would be considered a fairly seeker-friendly church. Um, I believe that the church I attend was a Willow Creek Association church for some time uh, from from northern New Jersey here. But in the, in the next era of what worship is going to be, we've kind of mastered the... Aesthetic, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. We we went from a long time of very traditional hymnals, piano organ, whatever choir. Uh, we've kind of mastered that next step, and there's really no church that I ever am in or out of that doesn't have some degree of sophistication about right. that. What's next on the horizon? What what's coming next down mm-hmm. the, uh, the the worship pipe?
1: Right. Yeah, because we've moved from you know no more overhead projectors, and we're yeah projectors. I remember those, and, and where you would write
0: on them, and you'd have like uh, the words to pass it on. Yeah. Youth group projected on the totally. wall. I mean, that
1: was really uh, that was really cool in my day. Yeah. You know, the twelve string guitar. One of the big things now, you know, music is um, growing more and more very to be an important part of the Sunday morning experience. And so, one of the big things now is how do we incorporate technology to help. Um, the band sound better and okay. more full or like maybe a lot of churches are missing musicians Maybe you don't have a keyboard player. Yeah. or maybe you don't have a drummer. How can we use technology to actually fill in that missing piece and make the band sound better and more And together? so
0: and so that's what loop community is addressing yeah, that's uh, what talk community to us about how you uh, uh, Came up came up with the idea.
1: Yeah, well, I was actually um, I was on staff at Willow Creek and a lot of churches are don't using tell me Willow
0: Creek's short on musicians.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> right. Well, actually, that proves a point that whether you're a church of ten people or a church of twenty-five thousand people, right? You know, you can use this, and it can really help enhance what you're doing. I grew up in a small church. My dad was a pastor of a, a vineyard church. so okay. I grew up in vineyard, vineyard churches, and we planted, and so I know how it is of like either missing musicians or maybe your musicians just aren't very strong. Right. Um. So. Anyways, what a lot of churches are doing now are they're using software, um, specifically it's called Ableton Live, and it's software that allows you to basically play backing tracks that your band is playing along with. So kind of think of like a karaoke track, but this is meant more for a band. So maybe you're missing a violin player or um, a keyboard player then the track that you're playing along with has a keyboard in it right? and your band is playing along with it. And it really just kind of helps fill out the sound.
0: Now what if the Holy Spirit tells you to take the the last chorus and tag two more times?
1: Right, totally. And that's Vineyard right there. (laughs) Um, You can do that with the technology. So we actually developed a foot controller that a worship leader can have at their feet and they can hit the chorus button and it'll loop it back around to the chorus
0: does it is the uh, is the song uh, broken up into chunks so if they wanted to repeat a verse you just have to hit it at a certain time yeah. and you get the verse again
1: exactly wow so what loop community is is it's a website where worship leaders can go and there's a lot of worship leaders that are making their own tracks like okay. they record drums be sure
0: well even with like the the technology that's in a mac and you've got GarageBand. you've got yep. so many different things that if you just kind of know your way around uh, even a, a, a typewriter keyboard you can do a lot more than probably has been done in the past
1: totally yeah there's like kids you know 14 year old kids in a worship team who are building these tracks and so they can upload them to loop community and then other worship leaders all around the world can download them so we also distribute the tracks from the record labels that's so incredible if you like you know this is amazing grace by phil wickham you can actually download the original tracks from Phil Wickham. Yeah, Domlin. but nobody
0: can sing in keys that Chris Tomlin writes in. Right. <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, there's like the keys, there's like low, medium, high and then Tomlin.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Uh, uh, atmospheric. But uh, so with
1: the tracks but you can actually transpose and make the tracks into wherever you want. We developed an app that people can use to just and they can just write in the app, choose whatever key they want. To,
0: to what degree is is uh, is the average church uh, now paperless on Sunday morning when they're doing uh, their, their worship set, yeah.
1: Yeah, more and more I feel like, because now there's all sorts of apps you can have all your charts right in it.
0: Yeah, but do you think it's the it's, do you think it's the dominant thing, or is it like fifty-fifty? I mean, what, to what degree do you think uh, churches are actually embracing yeah. all of this?
1: I would actually, I would say it's a lower percentage. Okay, um, but I think it's growing more and more. Yeah, give it ten Probably. years. Yeah, I, think I, 10 I bet years it'll be
0: ninety percent within ten years.
1: A lot of churches too aren't even using any charts. It's almost like a thing where they're like, okay, we're gonna memorize the music. Yeah. We really want you to show up knowing the songs by heart, memorize them, and they don't even allow music stands on stage. And uh, that is more so um, not just for not just looks of like we don't want music stands on the stage, but it's also something that allows the worship leader to instead of focusing on a sheet music, right. You Get know, your having, head you know, out of that. staring yeah. down at a, at a chord chart, they can actually engage with the people and look out. Right. I think that's more of the value.
0: Coming back with Matt McCoy on the Kevin McCullough Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the identical. I think their voice is strong.
3: He had a gift.
1: song, <laughs> Mr
3: sing songs write songs that's all i want to do his father had a plan god set you apart
5: son you're going into the ministry
3: i don't hear this call daddy wants me to hear his family had a secret
1: you're about as close to the real thing as i've ever seen it's time to tell him the truth he has a right to know who he is but
3: only god knew his destiny
1: just want to work some of my songs nobody wants to hear your songs you're a pretender buddy you are nothing the love of god seeks us in every situation If he is in your dreams, nothing can stand against him.
3: Starring Seth Green, Ashley Judd, Blake Rain, and Ray Liotta. The Identical. Rated PG. Dreadful guidance suggested. In theaters September 5th. See the trailer at TheIdenticalMovie.com.
0: Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. You've heard me for weeks telling you that I'm getting better sleep than I've ever gotten before because of my pillow. My pillow was just awarded the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. My pillow is the world's most comfortable pillow because their patented interlocking fill conforms to my unique shape resulting in the most restful sleep I've ever had in my life. And my pillow stays cool throughout the night. They guarantee it for 10 full years not to go flat. In addition, you can just throw it in the washer dryer and keep it nice and fresh for years to come. And now a better reason for you to try my Pillow, 50% off of all products at MyPillow.com. That includes all sizes of pillows, the fabulous bed topper that revolutionized my lovely bride's sleep, and everything else, 50% off. And if you can't check them out online, then give them a call. The number is 800-506-2641. That's 800-506-2641. 1-800-506-2641. And most important of all, use the promo code KMC. Promo code KMC. When you call Kevin McCullough, you know my business partner Stephen Baldwin has always been invested in his health. He's got a busy schedule and it hasn't always allowed him to eat very well. But when Stephen came across a technology that turned whole foods into supplements without losing any of the nutrient content, he knew he had to take advantage of it. The result is called This Life Now, a line of supplements named for one of Stephen's favorite scriptures, John ten ten. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. God gives us eternal life, but He also wants to give us abundant life. Exactly where we are right now, and This Life Now helps us achieve just that. So we want you to go to the website and try it for yourself. You'll get more whole food nutrients per day. You'll get more energy and better overall health. More time to enjoy the abundance God has provided. Would you get online? ThisLifeNow.net ThisLifeNow.net Or 844-592-5433 That's 844-592-5433 Providing whole food nutrition in convenient supplement form That's ThisLifeNow.net
3: Work hard Play hard Listen hard The revolution With rhythm Renewing minds Evil, the 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 world, the
0: uh, you said you came from the Vineyard tradition. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of different denominations that embrace, uh, to varying degrees, contemporary worship. But um, I, I was—I'm curious about worship trends in, in the in the vein of new worship materials that are coming out. I've noticed some churches are going back almost to a liturgical type of. Uh, worship form, where you may have lots more scriptural readings than you did, say, in Willow Creek's early days, yeah. interspersed between songs. Is that your experience? And, and what do you think about where some of those more traditional, the Lord's Prayer, creeds, other things, are Are they are they re-emerging into the, the, the discussion of what
1: worship should be, how it should be conducted week in and week out? Yeah, totally. Um, I think those are all really important elements that we should never lose. Yeah. And it does seem like there's a new wave of like, how can we incorporate, you know, these old liturgies? Yeah. You know, the creed or even, you know, Hillsong just came out with a song that's called uh, uh, This I Believe or something. And it is just the creed. The inside. Apostles' Creed. Yeah, the Apostles' Creed. Yeah. So incorporating, maybe we read the Apostles' Creed before we sing that song or um, antiphonal scripture readings. It, yeah, we are incorporating a lot more of that. Yeah.
0: Well, um, it's exciting to be here the uh, the uh, session you did today what did you focus on and what were the most common questions that people wanted to have uh, feedback
1: about Um, yeah people people really want to use tracks in worship but the main thing the reason they don't is because it just can seem intimidating you know they know how to lead worship with a guitar and piano and when they think about incorporating a computer and a foot controller and just technology, it can overwhelm them and scare them away from it. And so, I'm passionate about teaching worship leaders at a very basic level. Here's how you like you can actually do this this weekend in your church. And so, I just break it down really. You're going to be the
0: Steve Jobs for the uh, worship leaders. You're going to make yeah. everything more intuitive, like the Apple computer, and then the, right. the, the people won't be afraid of computers anymore. That,
1: we're trying to do that with, and that's what Loop Community is about. Okay, we really want to make it simple for people. We have an app that's for free. How many for members iPhone, iPad. Uh,
0: are part of the loop community now
1: there's I can't give you that number but there's a lot more there than a hundred thousand yeah
0: Wow that's incredible um, and the um, what what does what does the um, what does the professional music community think of what you're doing um, the Nashville industry yeah, have yeah. they have they offered any opinions about because uh, I, I, I'm totally. guessing that they probably would say well how, how are we getting our piece of all this?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we license all the tracks. Okay. So because somebody maybe maybe like a fourteen year old kid makes a track for How Great Is Our God, he uploads it to the website, and we obtain the licensing for that. Um, but it's been really cool. So because, the onus
0: isn't on the fourteen year old kid. Right. He can just be creative and do what is necessary. Yep. The Loop community takes yeah, care of that.
1: Yeah. But what's really neat is that because we work really closely with artists and record labels, because what we're doing is we're actually it's another revenue source for them, because we're distributing their individual tracks from maybe the Phil Wickham album. We'll, we'll distribute the drums, the bass, the electric guitar, and we're helping getting those songs sung in churches. In churches, Because yeah. there are some songs that people won't even do on a Sunday morning if they don't feel like they can pull it off well and yeah. sound good. And if they actually have these backing tracks that help them sound good, and they're more likely to actually keep playing them in the church. Ideally,
0: which... what what number of musicians do you need to have on stage for the backing tracks to come off as seamless and kind of cuz I'm imagining if you only have one guy yeah, playing just the you, acoustic guitar, it's going to seem a little it might feel a little contrived. karaoke. Yeah. yeah.
1: People do that, but it, yeah, it does. Although a lot of people in the crowd don't even notice. They don't even notice. Yeah. Well, and and if you're
0: doing it right, that's probably the way it should be. All right, Matt McCoy, thank you for being with us. Thank you for spending time. MattMcCoyMusic.com. I'm Kevin McCullough. That's it for today.